Hello, Imperial. Thanks for tuning in to the 15th episode of the Imperial FFC podcast. This is your commissioner, Donish Veroni, and today we have Sunil. Y'all are all against me, but let's stop talking about it. But for real, y'all are all against me, but let's stop talking about it for real. Jamal versus Mosin, the mock draft queen, Gasani. Lots to talk about, but first, Chagaron. All right, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for being on here. All right, guys, I'm so happy to be on again. <laughs> um, I actually want to start off by uh, saying happy birthday to Chalk Bar. Um, hope you've enjoyed it and I uh, can't wait to celebrate with you. Uh, also, Sunil, congratulations on your first win in the playoffs, your win in the playoffs this year. Um, glad that whole uh, Titan controversy didn't cause any issues. Um, can you tell the fans a little bit about what happened um, that last week and uh, what's going on now? Yeah, so uh, basically, I mean, we know the story about Samuels. We talked about it last podcast. I should have been able to start him. I know it was kind enough to let me start him. I was the bigger man in this whole situation, and I said, all right, I'm not going to start him. <coughs> I wanted to be fair. I didn't want him to think that I took advantage of him. That wasn't my intention at all. I just felt that if a person is designated as a certain player, I don't think it's our our responsibility or even have the power to change someone's designation because it just doesn't make sense. Um it's just a weird thing for someone to like make a subjective decision on what a person is, even though we're not experts in that field. Uh, it's totally different from counting stats. We can do that with a calculator. It says if someone got six rushing yards, that's point six points. It's pretty black or white. But when you say, oh, this person doesn't play tight end or this one isn't a tight end, it's just a weird situation. Uh, anyways, with that being said... This week, you finally came to rational logic and reasoning, and you decided that it was okay for me to play him as tight end. It's because the data doesn't prove it. Um, I agree. You're talking about experts, but most experts would tell you he's not a tight end. So if you want to go to the experts, we can do that. It's not about the experts. I think. Oh, 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 okay. What a flip-flop right there. It was all about the experts at first. it's It's not like the expert. I can even tell you that he did not play one snap. But like you can't show me any data, and that so was the rule. That was the rule our commissioner made. Uh, it wasn't provided for. I was going to pick up Ian Thomas as my tight end if that happened, and and I texted Donish in the morning saying, "Hey," uh, and at night saying, "Hey, I'm going to go to sleep because you can't find the data." And he said, "Yeah," and no one's helping me out. So I this this is what's going to happen. So I went to sleep, and then I didn't pick up Ian Thomas. And I woke up to all these things about Chalkbar posting some snap count. Well, you know what? Came too late, in my opinion. And so I'm going to start Jalen Samuels, and we're going to go from there. Um, I'll talk more about uh, why I flipped later in my own little segment. Uh, but most in your past commissioner, uh, mm-hmm. so know you are too. How did you guys feel about the ruling um, that was made? And then how did you also feel about uh, Anil and Sunil uh, taking those sacrifices that they took? Uh, the sac- they said it last week, the sacrifices was for the best. It was the best case scenario for that to play out. Right. Um, I did end up being on Sunil's side of that. Uh, as commissioner, I probably would have ruled to leave it mm-hmm. um, the way it was. 
Uh, I completely agree with everything that the platform doesn't rule anything. We have the power to change it. We should when it's right. And yes, it, it was the right call is that he's not a tight end. I am 100% there. But the fact that he was a tight end all season, the fact that Snow didn't just pick him up, he had had him on his bench. What, if we want to believe Snow or not, he could have been planning, okay, I know I have this as my tight end. Mm-hmm. It's all hearsay, but we have to give him that benefit of the doubt because we don't right. know what he's thinking. So yeah. because of that planning aspect is why I ended up switching. Um, Yahoo left it. I think that's why the Yahoo tweet said that's why it was the most fair decision because people could have been planning. You don't know for sure. We probably... If we want to come down to it and speculate, we think Sunil knew what he was doing, and he got away with one, but it was within the rules. He got away with, with one within the rules, and he found a loophole. So, so that's the whole thing, is that that was the main thing. The main thing that you said there is that we can speculate. And yeah, exactly. Every, that's why I'm on your side. Exactly. And so you cannot I, – I completely agree that if you want to switch to – if you want, if you want to switch the rule, sorry, we're watching the seventy sixers game, and someone just hit a really long three. If we, if we, if you want to watch, uh, uh, if you want to like change the platform, if you want to change the platform, that's fine. I don't mind it now that we set that precedent. But you have to be completely one hundred percent sure. It can't be based off of speculation. I think like we should only be able to change the platform rules if it's like black or white. One hundred percent out of one hundred percent would say yes. That calculation is wrong, or like. Hey, that's wrong. But like this was definitely not a 100% thing. It wasn't even a 70% thing. It wasn't even a 51% thing in our own league. So that's why I don't think it should have been changed. Anyway, the gods were with me. They saw that I was the bigger man. Uh, They delivered Amari Cooper right into my basket and uh, right into the hearts of uh, everybody in this uh, apartment. Because it makes no difference now. The ruling's there. You're going to play him as a tight end if you want, whatever. But is he a tight end? I mean... The designation's there. Is he a tight end in your eyes? Yeah, but let's... What, yeah? Or, I mean, I'm, I'm being serious. Because, like, like I said, experts are going to tell you he's not. We know he's not. Chalkbart, of all people, posted the stats that shows he's not. If you're going to ask so... me whether or not he plays a snap as a tight end, I will tell you that he has only played one snap as a tight end this season. No, because if I was in your position, I, I right now would have no problem saying he should not be a tight end. But, hey, I... I did this a while back, and I'm doing it. Yeah, so then you can say that. So let me ask you a question. You were talking about, uh, you know, um, keeping it the same. Would your opinion still be the same if this was brought up before waivers? Like, let's say it was brought up Tuesday. If this was brought up on uh, Monday or Tuesday before waivers, uh, it could have been handled differently because you could have made the decision and let Sunil still have a fair chance of getting a tight end. And that would have changed everything. But the fact, despite what he said, he swore to Allah he got Jerry Cook, then fine, we'll believe him. But you want to believe him or not, again, it comes down to the speculation. you got to think he would have gone for it or wouldn't have gone for it, but it was unfair to take away that chance from him. That's what I thought. Gotcha. All right. You um, know what's crazy? I had plus five and a half in this game. <laughs> and they covered. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Three points. Wow. That's legit. <laughs> Dang, that three um, was big. Uh, that shit was crazy. All right. You know, uh, speaking of a, a close win or a close loss, uh, Mosin. Oh, let's not talk about we, uh, we, We're sorry for your close loss. Uh, we were <sighs> cheering. I think the whole league was cheering for you. No one wants Zane to get his third. Right. Um, how does it feel? Have I, a hey, better don't path don't bring me in that. All I do is well w- good, provide good and well wishes. Zane, I really hope that you win your third ring. I think that it's pretty pretty much certain that you will. I like your karma really twist don't. on this reverse jinx, Man. but you're a reverse jinxer, okay? I, I believe really, in karma. You believe in reverse jinxes. I don't believe in reverse jinx. I'm just wishing him well. I uh, will wish you all the best, Zane. Um, Tell us how you feel, Mosin. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Monday night was a tough one. 
Dalvin Cook with that last touchdown, as we all know, screwed me. And, I mean, I was uh, very happy uh, getting out of the Sacco. Um, I really thought I didn't stand a chance against Zane's team, which is why I said what I said earlier in the week. But uh, especially after Fournette, I didn't think I had any chance. But his team ended up not doing too great. The The worst part was the tease. It was a really, really bad tease all the way down to the last play of the last game. And then I got screwed. But, yeah, it sucked. I'm out of it. But at least I'm not in the sack we, we, Me and Mosin talked about in Donish, too. Talked about this earlier before we started recording. But everything with, with like, five minute, four minutes ago in that game, everything that needed to go right for Zane, yeah. like, went right for Zane. It's like, yeah, Kirk Cousins, right like first, the, first the Seahawks needed to score a touchdown to make it a two-possession game. All right, that happened. And then Kirk Cousins did a fumble for a, six, uh, for a defensive six. That happened. And then it just became a blowout, so Seahawks didn't care about the defense. And he started doing dump-offs. That happened. And then after all of that, he needed still a touchdown, and that happened. And it was Everything. just, like, crazy. Like, it was supposed to be a passing game, and they just, you pass it to the running back. Yeah. Out of all people, I mean... And I was watching this game on my phone to go get some B-dubs. I wanted to, like I said, uh, release some stress, have a good meal. And I saw that 48-yard bomb to Diggs on the way to B-dubs, got happy. I was getting really excited, not going to lie. I was like, I can pull this off, I can pull this off. I went home and started eating that B-dubs as kind of a, this is going to be a nice meal. And it ended up being more of a misery comfort meal. You know, we were talking about this last week on the podcast. Zane has been getting lucky on every level for so many weeks. And this just added to that streak. Um, you know, so many things going wrong in the beginning, and then it ends up going his way. Uh, of course, this whole season feels like it's going his way uh, for his third ring. You know, what was dr- strange to me or unique, uh, he and you, all you guys, actually not to know, but most in and Zane, you guys have been fighting the reverse jinx the whole year, and then Zane pulled one out at like the perfect time right. and is now a believer. Uh, do you think you got reverse jinx? Uh, I mean, he, he, he tried his best to also call me out. He, he was digging for a reverse jinx for yeah. me at first. He, he was looking at every, analyzing everything I said. Oh, is that a reverse jinx? Is this a reverse jinx? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just talking. I'm trying to make it fun during the game. He definitely pulled out a reverse jinx. He admitted to it. Uh, I don't think I got reverse jinx. I mean, it, the only way you can prove to me I got reverse jinx is if you tell me Zane not saying that means Delvin Cook doesn't get that touchdown. Or, or <laughs> I can't prove you, that it won't happen. I, you can't prove that it would have happened. So or, either way. or we could say that if you would have just asked the fantasy gods not to allow it. I, I, I should have played some defense there. I'll admit to that. Uh, I do believe in the fantasy gods. So um, I don't believe in reverse jinx, but I do believe in the fantasy gods. So I should have at least played some defense and just said stop reverse jinxing or something like yeah. that. Uh, but hey, I mean, it was written. It probably still would have happened, and I don't know. Yeah, it was just in his nasib. It was definitely in his. I, I definitely agree that uh, he pulled it off at the probably the best moment. Possible. Oh yeah, it was a yeah, minute was and crazy. three seconds left. I think when he said yeah. good game. Yeah. And you know, I, I looked. I definitely scrolled back up later that night when I got into bed and read it all again just to relive <laughs> it and see what happened. It was Osman's fault, and I was oh. going to bring him up earlier. Osman's the one. He he start he tried doing the FaceTime. When it, when it got into crunch time. Oh, really? Then he started the conversation in the group. Okay. He's the one who brought up how happy are you that they, they didn't score on the, that he didn't go down the pick six. Wait, did he try to do uh, the group? How much are you hoping uh, that Dalvin Cook gets all these dump offs? Usman was the one who kind of instigated everything. And to go Man. take it back even further, he started the season with a reverse jinx. And on the first podcast, 
he claimed my team to be the champ favorite. Oh, no. And look, look at the bad look. Osman and his reverse jinxes have been a thing all season, man. Public enemy number one. Damn. Oh, yeah, he did try the group FaceTime. Yeah, I really I really wish Usman well this week. And this <laughs> I just think that, uh, I just think that he has, he's had a Usman, great Usman, the only reason like you are in a good light in my eyes right now is because of the way Sunil's been acting the last couple of weeks. Yeah. He makes that. you seem like an angel. I, I don't know. I just think that I wish him the best. And uh, if the gods are with him, then the gods are with him. But I think the gods have seen what he's done to multiple teams this year. Um, and to be honest, he's been on a down slump over the past three weeks, four weeks. So I really yeah. hope that just keeps carrying him down. He's definitely on a downward trend. Uh, but it would be nice to see how this is gonna, We all know how this is going to go. So. You know, you're how's it, wait, how's it gonna go? I want to hear yeah. you say this. Uh, go ahead, how's it gonna go? Yeah, how's this gonna go? All right, let's say 2016, uh, 2006. What is it? Two, is this gonna be a 2018 champion or 2019 champion? Uh, uh 18. Okay, 18. So 2016 Zayn wins, 2017 Usman wins, and 2000. And, oh, also, Usman's been in three straight finals back to back to back. I think we should start calling them LeBron now. Wait, it will be three, or no, this is oh, yeah, this will be a third straight finals, three. yeah. Crazy. She's a sacco so, talk. Has been in three. I see ah, that subtleness right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, facts, but uh, no, it should be a good. It should be a good semis. Dude, so now I actually want to talk to you about this. Um, you know, the whole year everyone's been bagging on your trades. Um, just you know, constantly one after the other. Uh, I think Zane said Amari Cooper sucks. Chalkboard, don't trade for Amari Cooper. He has Dak Prescott throwing to him. Don't trade for Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper sucks. Uh, last week, it looked like you were done for, you were going to lose. Um, and then all of a sudden, of course, Amari Cooper comes out of the, the woodwork and, and just kills it for you, you know, 40-something points. How, how do you feel after that win, and, and how did it feel that he, out of everyone, you know, you are trying to get rid of him, and, and he came through for you? You know what I did after the game? I went through my, t- you know the text, the search button on the text messages? Yeah. I searched Cooper. Just to see how many people in this league told me shit about Amari Cooper. <laughs> I know the search function. Yeah, and oh, it's so much fun. You should do it. <laughs> it's so much fun to see everybody rejecting those trades, saying my trades suck. You know what this basically shows? Is that everybody looks at trades as past performance, and they don't look at it as future performance. And that's the worst thing you can do. One time me and Shemez were talking about stocks, and I was like, oh man, this stock has been doing really well. And he was like, that's a stupid way to look at it. You should look at it from future. What is it going to do for you in the future rather than what it's done for you in the past? And ever since then, I was like, man, that's right. I only wish he used that same logic for his own fantasy football players. Because right now, he could have Odell or he could have Odell and Amari Cooper. Uh, it, just, it just sucks that uh, people just don't uh, listen to themselves and just shoot themselves in the foot. Come on, were you expecting Amari Cooper to do what he did for you? I wasn't expecting 44 points. No, 44, no I would lie. But I was expecting a big day from him. He was playing the Eagles against yeah. a bad secondary. I was expecting to get like 15 that. to 20 points, which would have still put me in the race. But like, obviously... How much did you win it, by? Uh, yeah, whenever, like, I won by six, 14 points, I think, or 16 okay. points. But uh, when Amari Cooper scored his first touchdown... Uh, or like the not the seventy five yarder, but the, even the one before that. Mm-hmm. So his second touchdown, I like screamed and I like ran in and I gave Anisha a high five and she was like, "This is the most excited you've been like in a long time." And I was like, "Yeah." And then while we're watching the Steelers game, I know post group chat saying this was right after the Eagles scored a touchdown and he posts saying Amari Cooper seventy five yard touchdown. Oh my god! 
And I was just like, dude, you don't have to reverse jinx. Like, this is so stupid. And then I turn it on, and Cooper's, like, celebrating a touchdown. And I, like, went berserk. And then when he scored that last touchdown, it was crazy. Because it was also cool because Anisha also had Cooper. So, like, we uh, both yeah, were just, yeah. like, we're big well. Amari Cooper fans in this household. <laughs> and big Cowboys fans as well, right? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, how crazy was it? When, I think I didn't watch the game, but he caught it off someone's shoe or something like that. How did that happen? Oh, the the last touchdown? Yeah, like someone like, kicked it and it was, caught it, it. I mean, it was really good defense. It was basically like me playing defense against Anil in, uh, in flag football. And then... Uh, well, you kicked the ball up. No, I mean, I mean it was he just, did get scored on. It wasn't kicked. No, it was really good defense. He like, he, like, swatted it, got his hand in right before it got in. And the ball just, like, popped in the air. And it was one-on-one coverage. Nobody was around him. So, Mario Cooper, all he had to do was just look up. And it, like, landed in his hand. How many like, points did he get for that catch? Uh, you know? 20 yards, 8.5. Oh, okay. So, you still would have won with I that? I still would have won. Okay, yeah. got it. Dang, I was trying to get something there. Um... <laughs> No, man, but that's really cool. Congratulations to you. How uh, how nervous are you about uh, your upcoming one? Uh, I think I'm playing with, like, house money now, if that makes sense. It's like... Right. I, that's how I felt going to playoffs. So. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't know if I should be here, but I am, so it's good. I, I'm happy that I'm here. But, like, I feel like last week was a challenge. I didn't think... I, I honestly didn't think I was going to win. Yeah. Uh, especially the way I started. I mean, I was, there, was a, there was a time where I was projected 109 points. Yeah. And I think I saw it and it was 83% to 17%. And I told Anisha that and I was just like, it's over. We're not gonna, I'm not going to win. Yeah. And then, uh, and then like, classic league overreacting early. Yeah, and no, but I mean, 83 17, that's pretty bad. And then he was still projected what time like was 137. This, this was like 4, 4 p.m. This was like in the afternoon games. And then I was like, and then uh, I remember who was it? It was uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones had scored a touchdown. It was like a 29-yard touchdown. And I was right. like, dude, I could maybe win if, like, someone else gets a touchdown. And then uh, Amari Cooper started doing his thing. So it was, uh, it was fun. It was fun. So now I just feel like I'm playing with house money. I feel like if I lose, it was a great season. If I win, it would be awesome. But uh, Usman's a tougher challenge, so we'll see. Yeah, you know, I'll say that I don't remember a more fun playoff round um, you know, maybe I'm forgetting some of the ones in the past, but as far as both games goes, usually there's a one easy game, one fun game, mm-hmm. um, or neither. But but this was the first time I remember that uh, both of them were fun. Um, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and do the Week 14 recap. Uh, first round of the uh, quarterfinals started with a ton of fire. I had started off with the hashtag position gate, which was handled with class by both Anil and Sunil. You could feel the heat in the beginning stages of this matchup, but it slowly cooled off Sunday night. What was a back-and-forth matchup for most of Sunday ended up being a large win by Snow, 143-126, to all thanks to Mari Cooper's 45 points. Hopefully, Anil understands what it was like playing against 51 now. I'm never going to let that go, by the way. Snow moves on to the next round of the playoffs to play last year's champ, Usman. Next up, we have Mexico Mosin versus Zimbabwe Zane. This matchup started off bland and cold, kind of like chicken cooked in a Caucasian family's kitchen. Lucky for us, Masala was added, and it quickly became the game of the year. It was assumed before, but I am officially declaring the Mosin vs. Zane rivalry. Zane won 123-118 with the last-second stats patter, touchdown by Dalvin Cook. As a last-second Hail Mary, Zane tried a reverse jinx before the final drive, and it worked. With the way these reverse jinxes have worked all year, I'm starting to think Dal Mikuchkala hit this year. Zayn moves on to play Sacco in the next round and is now a believer in the reverse jinx. Hey, Donish, you know who put the masala in that matchup? Who? The cook. 
god. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> that, that's all. Oh. That was and, a Dalvin Cook joke. That was a dad joke, dude. That was good. And, uh, Props. Oh, you can say Chef Cook. Okay, next we have a nurse niche with the injury report. Hey, guys and girls. And by girls, I mean Zane. I'm back. It's your favorite nurse niche for the final time this season. First of all, I want to start by wishing happy birthday to our favorite chocolate bar, our favorite superstar, and our favorite quitter. Have a good day. Now let's get to key injuries heading into semifinals weekend. Spencer Ware looks to be doubtful for tomorrow night's big game against the Chargers. Damian Williams was a hot pickup this week on the waiver wire, but it seems that Sacco didn't think he was worthy enough. Next, it was just announced minutes ago that Usman will have Tyreek Hill tomorrow against the Chargers and his match against my husband. Honestly, it wouldn't have mattered either way, but I know Sunil is going to lose, so congratulations, Usman, you dick. <laughs> Zane looks like he's the only team who is clear of injuries, though Big Ben is questionable this week against the Patriots. My bet is that he goes, but is he worth the risk? Will Zen start Aaron Rodgers in his place? It will be interesting to find out. I can't forget about our favorite fifth place game participants. Good luck to you two. A great season to both of you. Both exceeded expectations. Well, those are my, that's my injury report for this week. It was great getting to know all of you, and hopefully I'll see you guys next season. Good night. Thank you, Nurse Niche, for the uh, injury report. Always appreciated. Uh, next up, we'll do the uh, Week 15 matchups. Uh, Mosley, why don't you start off with Sunil versus Usman's matchup. Um, what do you like about it? Who do you got winning and why? Um, so, I mean, I, I just off the top of my head, I think Sunil's got the advantage here just because of the downward trend we've been talking about with Usman. Um, but let's see. Let's look at the matchups here. Sunil's got quarterback on the road, his wide receiver one on the road, Aaron Jones on the road versus Chicago, who did just bottle up Gurley. Um, Landry on the road at Denver. So his matchups aren't the best, but he's, I think he's got the better players. He's got the stars. Um, Osman's currently got Gordon in. That's probably going to be the story of the week right here. Uh, or, sorry, story of the next 24 hours. The game's tomorrow night. Crap, forgot about that. Um, he's got him in. Projected for 17 points by Yahoo, so they definitely think he's playing. Um, that's definitely going to be the key. Who's that? Uh, Melvin Gordon. Gordon, man. Oh, yeah. I heard uh, he's playing. It, it, yeah, I mean, it looks like he's going to play. Uh, didn't practice Monday, practice yesterday. If he's in, uh, Usman may be able to make this as close to the projections show. You got projections 131.5 to 131.21 in Sunil's favor. I mean, that is crazy close. Hopefully, we can get a close game like that. Uh, but Usman's receivers, a uh, hurt Tyreek Hill, uh, who, like we just heard from Nurse Niche, is going to play, though. Uh, Allen Robinson, who I just. And Al- Alshon Jeffrey, I mean, Adam Humphrey's on the bench. So, I mean, he's got receiver problems. He knows it. He's just going to have to hope for the best. But he's going to need a monster game from Kamara, Mack, and Kittle. Um, I, don't, I think you got to just leave Gordon out of it. But I'm going to go with Sunil in this matchup. Um, I don't know what is. Does he have lines yet? Uh, he's about to tell me. Sunil Chacha, what are the Sunil Chacha lines? Sunil, Sunil by seven. Oh, All right. So in bias, in, uh, in, in unbiased. If uh, Gordon plays. In, in an unbiased opinion, uh, Tyreek Hill looks to be looks to be playing. Melvin Gordon looks he traveled with the team and looks like he's going to be playing. Allen Robinson uh, it doesn't really matter. He didn't practice, but he's probably going to play. Uh, 
Odell is going to be a big matchup for me. Uh, the Titans shut down DeAndre Hopkins last week. Uh, they're really good against outside receivers, so I think that Odell might be shut down, but it's like one of those things where I can't not start him. So it, I'm in a tough position. Um, I think the only thing I have going for me, to be honest, is Baltimore defense against the Bucks. I was I think just going to say put, that. I didn't see that before. I, I think, think they're going to put up big numbers against the Tampa Bay. Uh, but with that being said, just with the positions and the matchups, uh, so no, uh, we make... Uh, before your line, you did have a nice pickup today as well. What was my pickup? Doug Martin. Oh, yeah, that was a great pickup. I surprised, you got him as a free agent, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I'm surprised that happened against Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, I he's on your bench right now, but I'm sure you're going to be thinking about that. Yeah, I thought about it. I don't think he's going to start, but I, I like that nobody else has him. Just Is there a case, chance like, of Connor this week? Uh, no, just game Connor not going to play. Okay. I actually don't want him to play. I would rather just go with Samuels um, at tight end. And then, um, <laughs> so Sunil makes, uh, SJSN lines are... Uh, Sunil's underdog, let me guess. Sunil's underdog. Usman at minus 140. Ooh. Wait, wait, 140? And Sunil at plus 120. Uh, maximum bet is $10. Uh, Mosin, would you like to make a bet right now? I owe you five, so yeah, let's go double or nothing. Uh, oh, Mosin has made a $5. Sunil. Five to win six on Sunil. Oh, man. Dang. All right. All right. Na- uh, let's go to the next matchup. Next I'll, start the, I'll start the next matchup. Worked for Zay yeah, last week. Wait, wait, wait. What do you think about our matchup? Who do you think is going to win? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's ask the commissioner. Uh, I I agree with Mosin. I, I think Sunil is going to take it. Usman's been on a really um, bad luck uh, drive, I guess, these past four weeks, maybe five weeks. It feels like longer than that. Um, he doesn't have a solid wide receiver two or three. Um, you know, Alshon Jeffrey, so hit or miss, and then. Um, you know, Wentz might not even play, so we don't know how he's going to do. Oh, you know what? This reminds no me. You said Wentz. he doesn't have a good wide receiver two or three. Uh-huh. Do you know what offer he offered me for Marlon Mack or uh, Jordan Howard? What? He offered me one of those two for Odell. What? And, I, and you know what I replied back? Or maybe it was Jarvis Lander. Whoever it was. You know what I replied back saying? I'll do either one of those for Amari Cooper. And he said, get out of here. I'm never going to trade oh, with you. I remember he brought up the Marlon so Mack and Amari funny, Cooper trade. Now that you mention it. And, uh, remember? Oh, he brought it up in his podcast. Yeah, Marlon Mack. And then over, even then, him. he was talking about, oh, I can't believe Sunil offered me this trade. Marlon Mack for Amari Cooper. And you were like, oh, I don't know. That's pretty fair, man. Everybody was low on Amari Cooper. Uh, but, I mean, man, yeah, how no. good would Amari Cooper look right now? That'd be great for his team, honestly. Uh, um, anyways. But, you know, I think uh, I think his team has always uh, been carried by his running backs. And, and so he still has those guys, Jared Goff. Uh, I, I still think Sano wins. I'm kind of surprised that you're an underdog. Um, but um, I mean, look at Camaro's last three weeks, though. 10, 11, 13. Is that a trend or does that just mean he's due for a big game? Due mm, big, for a due big, for big game, game is, is what and I'm And you're going to say that's going to happen against Carolina this week? Monday night, yeah. On sure. the road? Oh, it's Monday night. Ooh. Oh, any Monday night games for us? Only yeah. Kamara. Kamara. Oh, I have Breeze. Oh, it might come That's down to Monday night. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be that'd really be cool. I wonder if... Um, so that'd be pretty dope. All right, so yeah, let's go so to that second you. matchup. It's going to be All Hail Bobby versus Zane. Uh, this, is, this, is, this was decided yesterday at two, uh, today at 2 a.m. when uh, Zane got uh, Damian Williams for $7 and Sacco didn't even put a bid on him. Uh, I think that was by far the most foolish move that anybody's made all season. Um, this that move solidified that Zane's going to be in the finals. Um, it just didn't make sense to me. To be fair, Spencer Ware was on a short week. He was never supposed to play. He would, didn't practice on Tuesday. Um, 
Schmez only has five in Fab, so he would have never had him, to be fair. Well, no, he had 15 in Fab. He wasted $6 on Detroit. No, no, look at this. He wasted $6 on Detroit against Buffalo, even though he has the Rams against the Eagles without Carson Wentz. And then he wasted $3 on Curtis Samuel, and he wasted a dollar on Bill Mayer. But but he can't waste $8 on Damian Williams. It just didn't make sense to me at all. Anyways, uh, it's going to be weird. You're right, you're right. Uh, Let's say he starts... Brita, his projection go or Michelle, his projections go up by nine points. Uh, Zane's gonna be projected to win one forty eight, one thirty eight. SJSN makes him makes Zane a minus one fifty one sixty favorite Ooh. and uh, Sacco a plus one forty underdog. You gonna touch that, Mosin? I am not touching that. One. <laughs> I agree, actually. Yeah. Damn, that that's. Cool. How about you, Mosin? What do you think about this matchup? Uh, like I just said, I, I agree. I mean, hey. If anything, though, I should be the one that says he had the chance, right? Because I just had a chance against Zane. But um, let me take a look here real quick. I honestly yeah. would love to know why he didn't put a bit on Damian Williams. Edelman just because Thomas. you think he starts Golden Tate? He could have. He could have made the excuse that like he was too busy. He didn't get to put in any waivers. But like he clearly put in three waivers. So I just I would love to know why. Also, Detroit six dollars yeah, was right. a quite Dam- of an yeah. The Damian Williams thing skews it big time. No, I mean. It's weird because Zane has so many running backs, he's not even going to start Damian Williams. But that was just a war by attrition, and he's going to win because I of definitely see, like, def- uh, there's a good amount of scenarios you can look at this and see where Sacco does come out on top and win this. But, I mean, gun to my head, yeah, I'm picking Zane. <laughs> How about you, Donish? Uh, same thing with Mosin said. I see some things that could cause some issues for both guys. I'm looking at Cooks and Woods. I think they could possibly go off on Philly. Yeah, I was trying not to say names so that we're not giving any. Uh, I mean, he's he's not benching those yeah, guys, yeah. so I was okay. With, yeah, I was gonna say something out of that. response, but I wasn't gonna say. Let's, it. let's only say positive things about the starters. No negative things about their starting right. roster. I held back. <laughs> um, and so uh, yeah, I got in my head. I'd pick Zane. I mean, he's been he's been projected for around one fifty for the past three four weeks. I don't think he's hit it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's about to come, and maybe maybe this week might be the best time for him to do that. Because um, I think, uh, honestly, out of the four left, I do think that these two are the strongest teams. And yeah. I can definitely say uh, with confidence that I think whoever wins this matchup will win the league. Zen 122-121-129. Whoever wins this matchup will win the league, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty happy that they have to play each other. At least one of them gets knocked out of it. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm rooting for Sacco, as is probably everybody, but it, right. it seems like it's going to be Zane's, uh, Zane's match and Zane's year. No one wants Zane to win his third, I'm sure. Interesting tidbit, Zen hasn't scored over 130 since week 10. Just look Ooh, at that. man. Talk about a lucky, uh, lucky uh-huh. break. That's one, interesting. 131 week, oh, sorry, week 11, 131. Since then, he hasn't scored more than that. Nice. That's yeah. good to know. I mean, like, I don't think it's going to make a difference because... No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's just one of those, like, you look at Yahoo Sports game one fast. Shemez has been putting up points, though. I actually just saw. His lowest has been one. The projection, I, I was surprised that the projection is that far off in that matchup. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, you know, another line for you, Sunil Tacha. What are the, uh, the lines to win a championship as of right now? As of right now, I think I would put Zane at plus 120. I would put... Uh, Usman at plus 160. Uh, Saka would be... Uh, actually, no. I would be third at plus 240, and Saka would be at plus 250. Damn, okay. Yeah. All because he has to go through Zane, huh? All because he has to go through Zane. Yeah. So you put Saka at plus 250. You trying to make a bet on Saka? I'll put, uh, I'll put 
Five dollars on Sacco plus two fifty. Plus two fifty. All right, five to win twelve fifty. Sacco to win the championship. You have your first bet. The Sacco, uh, the Sacco bets are in. Uh, let's oh, yeah, go to that? let's let's Man. just look a quick little. Let's do a little quick little uh, Sacco preview. Sacco preview. Sure, sure, no problem. Um, <laughs> Wait, are you? I hate Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I that's funny. <laughs> All right, so we have to go to we have to go to each team and we have to look at their projections. Uh, sat, honestly, Chalk oh, they're Bar's, in now. Last I looked, they were all benched. Chalk Bar's been making some good moves. I think that oh, Baker man. Mayfield move <laughs> is so clutch. Yeah, for him, for oh, literally, he awesome. beat me by second. He got it. very it lucky. So awesome. Beat me by second. But it's weird. It, it is weird because he has Deshaun Watson. But like, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. No, but who do we play week sixteen? Because the Baker matchup is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're both green. Who knows? And then... Uh, oh, they're both green. Yeah, and then Donish is projected for 139. Chalk uh, Bar is projected for 110 right now. So, honestly, if SJSN was making a line right now, it would be you, like, minus 240 still. That's, that's what you had me at. Uh, uh, but anything can happen. I, I, think, I think if he wants to win, he's going to need an injury. You know, I was doing some calculations. Cam's playing Atlanta? I only scored 101 or 102 points this past week. So if we would have played week 14, he would have beaten me. Um, oh, really? Yeah, so pretty nervous. You're the one who wants the 14, 15, 16 sack football? I want it random. You know, it's only... Hey, it could work it out. It could work it out. Why random, If though? he wins week 15, it's basically uh, one-to-one going to the championship game for week 16. Best, so the, of, best the, of three is what the, I'd say, not random. Just week The reason I say counts. random is because, you know, you have an issue with somebody possibly... Uh, no, I get it. If someone's like one in nine, right. I'm like, okay, fine. But like, you're really close, but it's like, uh, I don't, I'm just going to... Safe and not get Sacco, uh, it can pre- you know prevent from someone like quote unquote ruining the league. Yeah. Um, and it's just like so some of the ideas are like hey let's just not have a Sacco and I don't think that is the idea. I think the idea is how do we make it so that way like you know getting being in the Sacco isn't something you can like ultimately prepare for or like just be that scared about. Right. And so like now if you just pick a random week for like 14 15 16 what can you really do to avoid it like you're gonna have to you uh, yeah you can't really prep for that right so That's now all you can do is try to make it into the playoffs and, and and try to win and you're not gonna make some crazy trade um or uh you know or like what usman said is you play week 14 15 and 16 kind of like a soccer aggregate and right, see, uh, i like the i like the soccer aggregate idea over everything i like it better than uh, better Separate. than the best of, best of three, and I like it better than random, and I like it better than week sixteen actually too. I just think that soccer aggregate would at least provide some sort of like balance. Like, yeah, it's like okay, week fourteen I did really shitty. Okay, I can still have week fifteen and week sixteen to make it up. Mm-hmm. Also, it'll also provide the new element of like week fourteen. Oh shit, Adam Thielen just got injured. Yeah, Wait, did you save this. up your fab or you didn't save up your fab? Kind of right. thing. Um, Explains the aggregate. So week fourteen, yeah. week fifteen, week sixteen. You take the 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 total score of those three weeks, and you the winner wins. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um. And then, but then of course they'd be able to draft. I mean, sorry, they'd be able to Change pick up, up all their league, players. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be limited. Yeah, 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 for um, sure. But I think that might be a rule that would change anyway next year as That's well. Yeah. Um. But you know, lots of different options. Do you have any other ideas or rules that you want to implement? I know we did this earlier in the year. Hybrid standings. I really want to implement Why? a two QB. Can you do it, please? I really and want to do two QB. Like? I really want to do two QB. No, no. No, yeah, I don't like two QB. Two QB is so awesome with eight teams. Think about it. I, you could start it, it Cam Newton and Matt Ryan. No, I, I get it. You can start Deshaun I mean, Watson look, and Baker Mayfield. We can't add another flex because that's going to be unfair, right? Yeah. You can't do t- the only thing you could really change is adding 
is making it too a QB would be you awesome. Player. So awesome. So, I mean, you could put it on the docket. I, I don't like the sound of it at first. Same. But I, I think it's I, like I, a I can re- see myself coming around, so I'm okay to talk. But about do you it. understand that's like a real system of like? No, I know. Yeah, people how, play like, like yeah. Two QB is like a real like league system. I think small little changes like having an uh, IR spot. Right. Um, I think that'd be great. Maybe having another bench spot just so that we could stash more players. That could be something. Okay. That, can know, I can I make a logical argument? I'll t- yeah. I'll make you my logical argument. All right. So we have three wide receivers that we start, mm-hmm. right? And there's eight teams. Right. So that's 24 wide receivers. Plus a flex. Wow, wow, Plus wow. a flex, okay? So you have 32 potential wide receivers. All right, so there's 32 teams, and you have 32 potential wide receivers. All right, now you go to running backs. There's two running backs. There's eight teams. That's 16 running backs. Or potential. Or potential. Let's say half of those are flex. So let's say uh, you get 20, 20 running backs, okay? So 20 running backs, there's 32 teams. All of those are pretty, like, accurate with it. Well, you get to QB, there's only eight QB starting, but there's 32 teams. So you can yeah. always find a replacement. It is, yeah. You need, to, you need to be able to, like, match it up a little bit so that QBs are given a little bit of value as well. Like, right now, we value the positional players more than the QBs, which is good, which is fine. It just, this would balance it out a little bit more. It would also change so draft strategy. QB bonuses. Not, a lot, not all the people will be going for QBs in week around like five and after. I mean, obviously Chagra went over and like <laughs> four or something, but like, like it, what I'm saying is that then people will start value, valuing those like top QBs a little bit more. Like Drew Brees is going to be worth a lot more. Uh, Cam Noon's going to be worth a lot more. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be worth a lot more. So then you're valuing quarterbacks the same that you're as uh, running backs. And wide receivers. Like you're kind of like making well, them the same. Wide receivers you have you know, the, the three and the flex. Here I'm talking about running backs at two spots. Yeah. And you're going to match your quarterbacks with your running backs? No, no, not match. You're still not matching them because like still your running backs are going to be so much more higher valued. Because, yeah. like, the variance in QBs is, like, okay, even a bad QB week, the ones that are starting, you're going to get, like, 15 points, 13 right. points maybe. A bad running back week can be, like, two points. Right. A really good QB week can be, like, 25, 26 points. A really good running back week can be, like, 30. Yeah. So it's, like, you're just making it a little more balanced. Um, also, I also like point per first down. So much better than point per reception. I like that one. I thought yeah. that um... So, like, Mark Ingram, it's, like third and one and they need the first down to end the game you get yeah. the first down why isn't that worth as much as amari cooper catching a screen pass for zero yards yeah. like doesn't make sense yeah but then also it's like how do you make it so that way you're not just getting too ticky tacky also you know i don't think we should implement every change but of course just a few one at a time there. i think um actually we skipped waiver wire uh oh, yeah some big decisions lots of action well, he hit on the biggest one. Damian yeah, exactly. Williams. Damian Williams ended it Doug for Martin one team and got it for one team. Uh, Cortland's no, that no, was last, last week. week. Uh, Curtis Samuel three bucks. Is he was he has he been playing well? I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. double digit weeks for four straight weeks. Oh yeah. I guess people who need wide receivers they could have contacted me, but they didn't. So yeah. <laughs> who got him? Josh Reynolds. I That's dropped Sacco. him. Uh, I dropped him, and then Sacco Express picked him up. He's getting ready for that 16 week 16 against the 49ers. Oh no, against the, the Cardinals. Express also picked up Devonte Freeman last week and then dropped him. Like, what was that? Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, like, honestly, what is he trying to do? I don't, see, I don't, see I don't know what he, he's trying to do. Look, but he, he dropped Devonte Freeman just today for somebody. It did freak me out because I was like, "Wait, Devonte Freeman's coming back?" And then I read, it, I was like, "No, never mind." And then uh, is he not coming? Oh well, why would he? Come Josh back Reynolds. He picked up Josh Reynolds and dropped Devonte Freeman today. Well, it says that there's still a shot that he plays, but there's no reason for him to bring him back. Right. No, he's not in playoffs. Um, that's interesting. I didn't see that. And then um, I guess the last one was uh, he dropped Mason Crosby and picked up Bill Maher or Brett Maher. That was a uh, Sacco. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. 
Um, all right, so let's get to the thing that everybody's been waiting for. All right, guys. Um, the reason that I decided uh, Sunu could play Samuels as tight end is because hot got him. Got him. Uh, it was a troll. Never decided that. Um, Sunu actually texted me last night, and this is what, what was kind of funny about it is Sunu texted me last night about wanting to uh, just try to piss off everyone. And I told him, yeah, sure, get everyone that isn't in playoffs, you know, to play along because um, it'll go a lot further. Unfortunately, maybe 10 seconds after Chalk Bar decided to post that, so it kind of changed our plans. Uh, I wasn't originally going to play along. I just thought it was funny to talk about it. And then later this morning, uh, Usman texted me with some other, like, I think it was a nil, saying, like, hey, can, uh, can he drop somebody and I'll pick him up with money just to, like, mess with everybody. Um, so I thought it was really interesting for the whole, whole day. That, I knew like, Usman would try to troll Here me. we are just trying to troll each other. Uh, I thought that was funny. I thought I wanted to share that with everybody. Um, but you guys are right. Definitely a troll. He's not going to play. What do you think end. about Sacco saying that uh, that you are spineless and that you don't have... You, he didn't say I was spineless. Uh, he was actually uh, agreeing... His true feelings came out. Did you hear about that? that that's fine. He actually said that we should call it the Sano League. Um, uh Sure, whatever it doesn't really bother me. But no, what's funny is when you just said Sacco, in my head, I'm already picturing Chalkboard. Oh man, actually, this is one more thing so. I want to talk about with <laughs> Sacco. Yeah. about this with we were talking about this right before. What? I think I'm going to be Sacco, and every here's why. Day, every day, I yeah. think there is a higher and higher possibility. That yeah. Going yeah, I Why? don't know what Chalkboard's doing if he's praying to Bobby or, or making a duo. Some or what. things are just happening I, for Chalkboard. I feel my hope lowering. Like like God is like, hey buddy, it's gonna happen. Just be ready for it. Like I know the I know the I know the projections still say projections are projections, but nah, Chalkboard's yeah. making up some making some good pickups yeah. and Donish has zero fab. I mean, when you're preparing for one week all season, you're pretty good at it by now. So. I mean, no, it would have been different. He's He's playing diff- he's picking up guys a lot faster than anyone else is. Yeah. He's picking up guys um that could be useful to his team in week 16 like rolling the dice a little bit here. Um and if he could do this all year around, I don't think he gets 10 losses. But um I, mean, I won't deny that he's definitely being active. He's he's doing what he should be right now. Look, he has 46 sacked, moves. I don't think he loses. Does he really? Yeah, he has the highest yeah. amount of moves. He's right. been active the whole time. Sort, Another sort reason. List. Sort that list. Sort it. Yeah, so so knows that forty-two. So Donish at thirty-six. Oh then Usman at thirty-five. The Mostin at thirty-four. No, 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 I'm at twenty-nine, bro. Who's that? I know at thirty-four. Wow, I'm saying that at thirty-two. You're at the least. Second oh no, least. second at least. Sacco's always yeah. at least. Yeah, so basically at least. Yeah. You know, he's not gonna. I think Sacco was at nineteen last week when Anil did that. Yeah, he made so like four moves Five today. more. Uh, um, but I think that he's making the right moves. This is another reason why Chalkbar should stay in the. I league. mean, good luck. Um, but, Good luck to uh, you too. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. Really need it. Pretty nervous. And what I was telling Sano was, when I was playing against Navid, I had hope. I was, you know, optimistic. I was like, okay, I can do this. With Chalkboard, day by day, I have less and less hope. I'm not optimistic about this. I'm gonna uh, chalk that up to the culture of the reverse jinx this year. You don't want to get ahead of yourself. That's all it is. You're, I, you're being very conservative. You don't want to get ahead of yourself. You don't want to get excited. You don't want to reverse jinx yourself. Uh, that's kind of the culture this league has come into. So. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is now. And it sucks. Because if you, if you come out and kind of flaunt your team, be excited about it, brag about it a little bit, like, oh, I got you, you're setting yourself up for failure in the 50-50 chance you lose, right? That's only if you believe in the reverse jinx, Mosin. If you don't believe in it, then there's nothing to worry about. 
Um, any last words, guys? It's almost the end of the year. Anyone you I do have something to put out there. Um, if anybody would like to take a dollar bet against my lineup, uh, I'm willing to do that. Go ahead and let me know in the group or text me. Dollar cool. bet. Start your lineups, and we'll go for it. Have some fun. Up to five dollars, we can talk about it. But I want to have some fun this week. Dang, Momo's lines coming out as a competitor. <laughs> uh, nothing. I was just looking at the all-time list to see what players. Uh, you want to know something interesting? Our first two years, our champions Zane and Anil both had Andrew Luck on their team. Our first four champions had a really star running back. Usman actually had the most balanced team. He had Cam Newton. He had Jared Goff. He had Melvin Gordon, Mark Ingram. Larry Fitzgerald, he didn't have, like, he that one McCaffrey superstar. McCaffrey, too. He had McCaffrey, too. So Usman was, like, the most, like, balanced team. So Usman went with Jared Goff and Melvin Gordon, and again, he has Jared Goff and Melvin Gordon. That's right. Yeah. And you said the first two went with Andrew Luck, and Usman also has Andrew Luck. He also had Cam Newton. Does Usman also Usman have also, Andrew yeah. Luck? Yeah. I said that in the group, Oh, remember? yeah, he has Andrew Luck. He, so he he, has, he's getting all mad about Goff, but it's his also, decision every week, bro. Every week has been his decision, so he can't be mad about it. Damn, that's crazy. So he basically has, like, if we were to make a all-champion team, all-imperial all champion team. You think he looked at this? He would he be on it? the, he had, like, four players. The players on the, on the ones that chose. He has Alshon Jeffrey, who's been a couple of the teams, too. Kamara was um, on most teams last year. Kamara was on most championship teams last year. Um, it'll be interesting on who he uh, starts this week. Very interesting. Um, all right, well. Damn. That's all I have. I don't know if that was planned because I helped out there, but we just totally went in on Usman and Sunil's. That's all Sunil's about this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, guys, thanks so much for listening in to our Week 15 Imperial FFC podcast. I'm your host, Donish Varani. Hope you tune in again next Wednesday for Week 16. Today and from now on, we hope the Bobby blesses only me, myself, and I. Good night, Imperial. This is my last time. What? Bye. Bye. <laughs> Good night, Imperial. <laughs>